Thanks. Right now, we're being joined by Brad Norton, who's joining us to start to look ahead to Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a massive game between South Melbourne and Oakley, and Brad is, is giving us a bit of time to have a chat with him. Brad, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, Brad, I guess it's been a big week so far. It's only We've said like it's felt like a week. It's only been a few days <laughs> since you played against uh, Green Gully, but I guess, you know, the, the takeaways from that win on Sunday, I mean... Didn't come without a blow. Obviously, lost two players to injury, but you're through to the grand final nonetheless. Yeah, that's it. So I'm just moving as we as we do this. So yeah, absolutely. It was a um, it was a pretty remarkable game, to be honest. I mean, to get first of all, just to get to um, the semi final. You know, we've had a great year so far, but to to get there was was massive and and always difficult. And um, yeah, obviously, then to to win at home in front of your in front of our supporters was was big. So um, yeah, it came at a bit of a cost and something where we've, uh, you know, got to put up with that now getting into the grand final, but at the same time we've, um, yeah, we're, we're happy to be there. Well, I mean, obviously the, the result was good, but as you mentioned, Brad, it did come at uh, a bit of a personal cost, you know, losing some important players to injury, uh, Andy, and uh, of course we saw that pretty, um, Pretty horrible tackle um, that saw, you know, Mm -hmm. Ben obviously um, had that that break of his fibula. He's had had surgery. Have you been keeping in touch with the boys, uh, you know, keeping up to date with uh, with how they're tracking? Because, yeah, particularly for for Ben, that's, um, you know, someone who's had a bit of injury trouble before. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty nasty one. Yeah, look, um, definitely. Uh, Been in touch with both of them um, straight after the game. Yeah, you know, Ben's one was, uh, as you mentioned, and you guys have said it, the Pretty, pretty horrendous tackle um, and something where, you know, uh, it was pretty questionable. And I think it's, as you saw probably on the footage on the day, we were a bit unhappy about. Um, but in, in saying that, yeah, he's, he's now, it is what it is and he's putting up with it and, and we're right behind him. And he's got plenty of plenty of uh, football in front of him, so much potential and he's such a great player. So we're, yeah, hopefully getting back on the park shortly. But yeah, it's um, early signs are that leg brace, so it's, it's not nice. And and Andy, obviously, you know, he's a, he's a great player for us. He's been a great player all season. He's he's done some great things over the past few years, not just at our club but elsewhere in the A League as well. So it's um he's a massive loss. And heading into a grand final, it's not something you want to you know go through and lose. But at the same time, um, yeah, I mean we've got we've got a great squad, we've got some great players, and and you know the, the next two will step up and, and and do the job that's required. I mean, Brad, you guys have stayed relatively injury free all season, but on the eve of finals, you lose Harry Sawyer off to to India, and now you've lost Ben and Andy. How much of a disruption is that? Like, how frustrating is it that you've lost three integral players at this stage of the season when you've been able to stay? Like compared to other teams, like like Oakley and Bentley, they've lost a, a plethora of players, but to lose two players and, and including Harry at this stage of the season, like right now, how does, does yeah. that, does that sort of throw things out of whack a little bit? Oh, look, I mean, um, it's not nice. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, you start a season with, you know, your players and, and you sign a team to, to, you know, work your way through the season and get to this point. But, um, you know, you, you, you've got to deal with what's in front of you and, and it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's great for, for people like Harry who's gone on and, um, We'll go on and do some some great things. Hopefully, over in India, and uh, hopefully, we get to see him maybe back in the in the blue and white one day. But um, in saying that, yeah, look, he's he, we wish him the best, and we still speak with him. So it's great for him, and like I said, it, it opens up opportunities for others, and um, that's what we'll be looking for this weekend. And 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a massive game. You, like I said at the start, you want to you play these um, or you, you you start playing soccer to get in these big games, and and that's where you now. So we'll um, yeah, we'll be giving everything, and whoever steps into those positions and those roles will be, I'm sure, um, ready and, and waiting for it. I guess the good thing for for the squad as well, Brad, is that despite that, you know, departure of Harry where there was like a a bit of nerves, oh, how is South going to go without Harrison Sawyer and all that, the results haven't haven't dissipated. They've continued. You guys got the win in the semi-final and particularly once you got the lead, we saw again that strong defence come to the fore. How how much... um, of a, an advantage uh, is that tight defence going into a, a game like um, like the grand final where, you know, Oakley have got such a, a prominent attack, but you and the rest of the other uh, back line have been uh, locking it down most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I, I guess we're, we're, we've got pride in our um, defensive unit and that doesn't just start from the back four and, and Harvey in goal starts from up top and um, as I've mentioned and you know, we're still getting these results just from from being able to be defensively solid throughout the whole whole team. So, um, yeah, I mean, you look across Oakley's forward line, especially, but across their whole squad, they've got some talent, and you know, they can flick the switch, and and all of a sudden they've you know they're one, two, three, four nil up. Mm. So um, we know we have to be on. We know we have to be ready for it. Um, as I mentioned, you know, Ben Jibo goes out, but Morgan, who came in last week, was was incredible and and did his job. So. Defensively, we all, you know, we train for these moments. We train for the big games and um, we've been really defensively strong. So we'll be, you know, going in with that mindset to, to, to try and hold Oakley and their, and their talent out as much as we can. But in saying that, you know, it's about goals, these games. So you want to you try and win them. So we'll be, you know, um, trying to do our thing up the other end of the park as well. Well, Brad, it's no secret that, you know, it's been an amazing season for South Melbourne in terms of where South have been. And obviously you've been along the journey of the highs pre-2018 almost. And then the last few years have been tough. Obviously the the two years pre-COVID, then last season and whatever 2020 was as well. But Hmm. seeing South back up there this year, I mean, right at the top, which arguably belongs, how, how, how good is it just to see you guys back at that level? Because it has been some tough years, but what as well have you seen change during this period of time un- under Esteban? Like, what what have you seen this year that's really like, what, what, what has flicked? Like, what switch has flicked this year that's made you guys such a formidable outfit once again? Yeah, look, I mean, um, it's been a couple of years of on and off football. So, um, and we've been, I guess, in some ways lucky to, you know, get a coaching just before that period, um, keep the sort of core group from before that period so you know you spend a couple of years yeah okay it's probably not on the park where you want to be but off the park training together you know whether it's through um forums like this um just to just to you know be together so we've been able to do that we've been able to build a strong um foundation throughout the team um and i I guess as soon as we were able to start training again you know that melbourne city game last year we were able to start with that Mm. um but as soon as we're able to start training again we you know the boys already felt like pretty much we're all, you know, quite that close unit. So because we've been training. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, in, in terms of what Esteban instills into us, you know, he instills that, that teamwork, that camaraderie, um, that unity that I guess is, is showing on the park. And, you know, not to say that we haven't had that in the past, but um, I think this year especially, you know, you get a couple of good results early on the park and, you know, some clean sheets and some some good away wins and et cetera, et cetera. And, and all of a sudden, then the confidence starts to build. And, 
you know, we had that. And, and like I said, defensively, we try and pride ourselves on that. And I think that's really held us in some, some great stead moving now into a, into a grand final. Brad, I want to ask you about Max Mikola because he play on the side, well, he sort of drifts across and everything like that. But when he's on your side, you don't need to worry about taking throw-ins anymore. Does that, uh, what was your first reaction? We had a comment about, you know, what was your first reaction when you saw him just launch an absolute cannon into the box? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Have you seen how much of an effective weapon it's been for you guys this season as well? Yeah, the, the guy's this small and he's, he's, he's able to throw a ball further than what, what I can almost kick it. So, he's, um, <laughs> yeah, look, he's, 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 a, he's a great player. He's a young talent. Um, deserves to be looked at by, by, by clubs all around Australia because of, of what he, he can bring to the table. But, no, look, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I think back to, you know, the, the, the early years of my career at South Melbourne and players like Epifano and, and how they just controlled games and were able to turn it on with that bit of brilliance. You know, that's what Maxi's got. Um, and he's not the only one we've been able to bring in players like that across, as you mentioned earlier, people like Brennan, um, Alan Webb, etc. So, um, yeah, having him on my side, I, I probably don't get forward as much. Maybe that's the old age or um, maybe, maybe it's just because I'm so confident that Max can, can do so many things up in the forward line that I, I, I tend to sit back a little bit more. But, uh, no, nah, having him is a, is a blessing and... You know, like you said, it's, uh, there's, there's no secret as to, to why we're there and it's due to players like him um, coming in and just adding that quality around the dressing room and, and, and on the park as well. Has he given you any, like, tips or advice uh, around the throws? I, look, I'm only asking because I'm sure <laughs> if, I, if I think about our listener base, there's probably a lot of people who are, are Sunday footballers and in a Sunday footballing <laughs> environment, the, uh, the long throw is a very valuable skill. If you've got any pointers, I'm sure they would take them. Well, thinking back to it, I think the 2016 grand final against Oakley, the first goal was an assist from my throw-in. So I, I like to maybe have a, a think that I'm also So you, you walk so Max could run, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much exactly that. Um, no, he, he, I, I, like I said, I don't know. He's, he's such, a, such a small guy to have such a long throw-in. He's, he's incredible. And, um, yeah, it's... it's just by looking at him, doesn't go to the gym or anything like that, doesn't work on the biceps that people might think that he does. It's just an incredible talent that he's got. And after three or four sets of running up, all of a sudden the ball's past the goalkeeper. So, it's, yeah, it's incredible. And, um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know how to do it. I'm sorry for the kids out there. I've got no tips for you there. <laughs> you, you, you touched on your assist in the grand final last time you played Oakley. And I think that... Uh, segues pretty nicely into what has been, I think, in, out in out in Clubland, one of the, the big focuses of the the sort of week leading into the grand final, which is the choice of venue. Last time, Oakley and South took one another on in a grand final. It was at Lakeside. Won't be the case uh, this week. I'm curious to get your uh, your reaction when when you found out that that uh, you know that the venue wouldn't be Lakeside and it would be uh, at at City Vista. Ah, oh, it's, um, yeah, look, it, you, you go through, and I guess probably as a junior growing up in the, in the Victorian ranks, you go through and, um, you know, you always look at the NPL or back then it was the VPL, that's, that's your age, but, um, and looking at, you know, these guys playing off in some, some big games. I remember, I think I was a, a ball boy for a gully grand final, um, down at, it, it, where Amy Park is now at the old stadium down there. So, um, you look at that and you, you look at how they got to play in front of massive crowds um, and just the, yeah, the amount of support that they used to get and it was just amazing. So, look, I, I mean, look, it is what it is. It's, it, it's, it's been 
you know, it's, it's come out that it's at the, um, the Caroline Springs grounds. And, you know, for us as players, we just focus on what we need to do. Um, in saying that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that Lakeside Grand Final against Oakley, you know, drew upwards of 7,000 people. And, um, yeah, it was, it was an amazing atmosphere and to play in front of them. We were looking at some videos the other day of that and, you know, it was, it was awesome. So hopefully, I mean, it is what it is. If it stays at Caroline Springs, then we go to Caroline Springs and we play in a, in a game, which I'm sure will be a great spectacle for, for, um, the people that'll be there and for anyone who's watching. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can't beat these, these games where you play in football specific stadiums with, with plenty of seats and, um, yeah, and plenty of people being able to watch. And, you know, um, Southall was going to hold, I think, upwards of 5,000 seats and everything else. So if, if possible to play it there, it would be amazing. But, yeah, I, I mean, there's plenty of other great grounds around the, the Victoria too. How do you prepare to play at somewhere like Georgie's? Because it's not like anyone's played there this year. I mean, we spoke to, to Matt Fashini before. It's, you know, it's, it's completely different. It is as neutral as neutral you can get for both of you guys. Yeah. Have you had much experience playing at Georgie's? not like you guys are playing out in the <laughs> desert or anything, but, you know, it's a, it's a different set of circumstances to, say, playing at Jack Edwards or Olympic Village or Lakeside. How do you prepare for that? Yeah, look, no, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't been out there. Um, I've heard things and and um, obviously seen the photos and a bit of footage um, from the ground. But oh, look, I mean, it's it's a football field. At the end of the day, um, as we spoke about at the start of this this chat, that you know we've got a style of play and we've got a, a certain way of going in there. You know, defensive have been really strong, so we focus on our our key points and what we can control, and and, and that's our our game plan and. You know that's that's all we we're, we're thinking about Wednesday and Friday now. That the last couple of sessions of the week, and um, you know whatever ground we go to, if, if it's out there at Caroline Springs, then we know it's going to have grass on it. We know it's going to have a sidelines for maxi throw-ins and and the rest of it. So we'll um, yeah we'll be focusing on what we need to focus on. But yeah, yeah we'll when we get there, I'll, I'll see the ground and um, hopefully lifting a trophy afterwards, and I'll be able to let you guys know then. <laughs> I know that the preparation, as you said, at this stage going into a grand final is is mostly, you know, uh, one of inward focus. But even in saying that, Brad, uh, as a defender, you, you would obviously be mindful, as we've we've touched on, of uh, some of the, you know, attacking weapons that Oakley will be uh, throwing at you on the day. Uh, obviously, Joe Knowles might end up hanging around you a, a few times and our joint gold medalist, he scored two goals against against Port. Is, is there someone specific that you sort of are watching out for? You're like, I'm going to have to be on my guard for when this guy's uh, in and around my defensive area? <laughs> uh, I think they've got a, a range of talent in their attacking third. And, and like I said, even their, their players come from behind. You spoke to Fish earlier, played with Fish for a number of years and coming down from right back, he'll be, I'm sure, he'll be running past me at certain <laughs> occasions and probably saying the slight comment. So, um, no, nah, look, uh, uh, whoever's going to be lining up on, on my side, I've, I've got to deal with. Same with, obviously, Morgan, most likely on the other side. And... Um, yeah, I guess they've got, like I said, they've got so many talented players. You, you don't really want to be lining up against any of them. Knowles, um, you know, Decker's been playing out there a little bit as well. I think he's moved back a little bit further. But yes, Fashidi running down the wing. I think even Tyson might even come and just hang out with me just because of our age. I think we can maybe have a break together. But um, yeah, look, it's, it's, yeah, they've got so much talent. Whoever's out there will, will um, I'll hopefully be able to deal with. But yeah, looking forward to the battle. Or do you? I know, obviously, you don't want him to um, run past you too many times, as you can avoid it on the day. But do you look forward to playing against 
someone like Fish, not just because he's a an ex teammate, but also because he's a you know he's a pretty talkative ex teammate as well. And I I know you're probably someone who's who's good at that back and forth as well. Like in terms of a a verbal matchup on one side, like Brad Norton against Matt Fashini, that, that's that's pretty good in NPL terms. <laughs> yeah, I think we've um, we've definitely had our words and, and good funny words more than anything banter maybe if um, if you want to call it that um, back and forth over the years when we were together and against each other. So. Ah, look, it's it's something where once you cross that white line, and I know people talk about it, but yeah, all you go out there to do is want to win. So um, yeah, whatever whatever words might be said on the day, yeah, as soon as you cross it afterwards, you sort of forget about it again. Um, you shake your hands and move on. But yeah, look, uh, he's a he's a great talker fish, and and we've had some good battles in the, in our in our times, and I'm looking forward to it again. And and then if, if it's not through fish, I'm sure I'll be hearing Tyson's voice over my shoulder as well. So. Uh, <laughs> be loving a bit of back and forth. That, that is a, that's a that's a lot to contend with uh, in in any one game in any one eleven. You, you've got your work cut out for you before a ball's <laughs> even uh, even been kicked. But um, just going back to the the, the semi final and how it sort of uh, you know links into what's coming up this weekend. Obviously, uh, the, the winning goal, as we've seen a few times from South this year, another just tremendous moment of quality from this. Um, one of the, I mean, the strongest NPL scores yeah. we've ever seen assembled. That was a, a sensational strike from Webby. Are you, are you confident that that, that quality is going to get you, um, you know, get you lifting the trophy uh, at the end of at the end of the day against Oakley? Yeah, look, uh, I mean, yeah, you go into these games and, and, you know, we've had such a great year all, all across the whole space of the year and you have to go in with, with some level of confidence, I guess. Um, but in saying that, you know, you've got to respect your opponents and, and a team like Oakley who's been able to back it up on numerous occasions. You saw that against Sydney, you saw that again against Port Melbourne on the weekend. You know, it, it's going to be such a, a dogfight. It's going to be such a tough game. It's a, it's a grand final. Not often do you see multiple goals in grand finals. I mean, the last time we played each other, it's 3-2, but um, it's, it's generally just a, a battle on the field. And, mm. you know, that's what will be happening, uh, I reckon, this weekend. And um, two great teams, probably been the, the two sort of top teams throughout the space of the the, the um, 2022 year. So, um, yeah, look, uh, I want to go in and say that I'm, I'm confident about it, but I, I just I know how good they are. I know how well they're led by Chris Taylor and, and his team. And, you know, we've had them before. So understand how well they're led, captain by Tyson. So it's, it's yeah, you know, you want to be confident, but at the same time, you you know what dangers they've got. And um, I just think it's going to be a, a really good game, no matter where it's played. It's going to be a great game. Um, and we hope as many people can get out there as possible in a in a safe manner, wherever it is, and, and be able to watch a great game. Well, Brad, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck for Sunday. It's going to be a cracking game nonetheless. Uh, looking forward to it and uh, hopefully uh, some silverware to go with it uh, at the end of it, that second piece of silverware as well after winning the Premiership earlier this year. But again, Brad, good luck for Sunday. Thanks so much, guys, and thanks for having me on.